Fortyinbox.com here, and uh, a 29-year-old woman story of being nearly one million dollars in debt goes super viral. Which, like, to me, the like mental image of being like a million dollars in debt, like I can't even like fathom that in my mind, like mentally speaking, right? I'm like, on what? You got a million debt on what? I would assume, hopefully, like a pretty darn nice property. But (laughs) I bet you it's probably some really dumb debt. So let's check this out. Now I'm not going to play the clip, but I'll read it just because copyright issues, etc. So a video depicting a young woman calling into financial advisor Dave Ramsey's radio show asking for help trying to pay off her and her husband's near $1 million in debt went viral on Twitter this week. The video, recently posted to Ramsey's TikTok, captured the 2018 exchange between a 29-year-old woman and the advisor during which she asked him how to get rid of the couple's huge debt without filing bankruptcy. Which, by the way, if you want to learn how to get a debt, go to 40 or in the description. So the woman indicated that the majority of their massive debt was from personal credit card bills and student loans. What? How much do you have on credit card bills? Out of this a million. And student loans, I really hope you guys are like doctors. She mentioned that both of them had advanced degrees, which could mean anything, for which they owe more than a third of their total debt. Hold up. Hold up. More than a third of their total debt. But then you also have, like, what? Almost half of that million dollars is on credit card bills? Is that what I'm reading? A version of the shocking video shared to Twitter was viewed over 9 million times in two days. The video began with the young woman over the phone telling Ramsey, we have probably just under $1 million in debt, and we want to know how to get debt-free without filing bankruptcy. Ramsey's first question was, how much of that is a mortgage? To which she replied that only $210,000 of that goes to payments on the couple's house. Only two ten. Two ten out of a million. What? So appearing slightly perplexed, Ramsey followed up by inquiring, So you have six hundred thousand dollars in what? The guest said three hundred and thirty five thousand dollars is in student loans. We both have advanced degrees, and then the rest is really credit cards and student loans. But like think about that for a second. Right? You have more debt in student loans than the debt that you have on your house. You have probably more debt in credit cards than you have on the debt to your house. How does that even make sense? Jesus. So Ramsey looking visibly concerned, which 
I'm definitely concerned too. Then asked how old are y'all after the woman mentioned she was 29. He flat out asked, so what in the world? Further conveying how large this amount of debt is, he added, I mean, are you both on this? Or is this just one of you that has completely lost your mind? And I agree with that statement. The guest claimed that her husband, who is 32 years old, has the majority of credit card loans and that she has the majority of student loan debt. And elsewhere in the video, Ramsey asked what kind of advanced degrees they both have, to which she said, he has an MBA and I have an advanced degree in policy, which like, okay, like, I don't, I don't know what you would believe in me to get with that. She indicated that both of them work for the government. Okay, that's kind of weird that a person with an MBA would work for the government. As the exasper exasperated advisor held his hand to his head and let out a massive sigh. Ramsey then asked her household income, which she disclosed was about $230,000. He asked, is there recognition on both your parts how absurd the situation is? She affirmed that to be the case, which Ramsey claimed was good. In a second clip of the exchange, Ramsey provided the couple some tough truth. Well, you're scared, and you should be. He said, adding, you're disgusted, and you should be. You're in the early stages of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you should be. He continues saying, so I'm getting ready to destroy your life as you know it, because your lifestyle is considerably above your extremely good income, and has been for a period of time. And so you've gotten used to spending like you're in Congress. He then advised, you're going to have to not care what anyone thinks, including each other, because you're not going to spend any money on anything ever for the next three years. Which, by the way, I'm thinking it probably take longer than three years pretty much for them, just because of how bad they are at spending money. So Twitter users were stunned by the call, and the user who shared the clip to Twitter, Ace Christian Javier, tweeted, This is absolutely insane! Holy Mother of God! Whew. So Bloom Institute of Technology CEO Austin Allred tweeted, When you read about Greek tragedies, you learned that one of the purposes was that you could spend some time feeling what the weight of the entire world on your shoulders would feel like, then realize your life is actually pretty amazing. In that vein, I present to you this video. The thing is, for like the majority of people, you might be like in a really bad financial situation, but you're like, eh, I'm not a million dollars in debt. <laughs> I'm like useless crap. Like the house thing I can understand, but you're basically like $790,000 on completely useless crap. Usur LC claimed, um, I just leave the country and never come back. The thing is, that's actually not going to help you out at all. Liberal activist Kendall Brown observed, notice that it's the husband who racked up 100k plus in credit card debt, but it's the wife who is handling the humiliating call for help to Dave Ramsey. And cultural commentator Kimberly Nicole Foster tweeted, does this woman have a shopping addiction? I'm genuinely asking. 
the thing is, based off what it sounds like, it sounds like the girl got into a lot of student loan debt, probably because she went to like a private college and that was out of state and paid way too much for her degree. The guy I'm really worried about if he has the majority of the credit cards debt, which by the way, that also means that she has some of that credit card debt too, FYI, and they're also married, so it's both of theirs, but basically, I'm really worried about him because it kind of goes to show that he's just horrendous at spending money. Like, he is spending way more than what he makes. Like, imagine you're making like 50k a year after tax, but you spend like 80 grand on a credit card bill every year, right? That's basically what they've been doing. That's basically what they've been doing for multiple years, nonstop. Like, it's just unbelievably insane to me. So it's not her fault they have 400k in credit card bills. I mean, from what it sounds like, it's the guy that's mainly doing that. Well, at least their combined income is very good for two 30-year-olds. They can get out of it. Should have been working on their student debt, as it's been interest-free for three years. Well, this was, I think, back in 2018, so I don't know if it was like that. This is why companies need to run credit checks on new hires. If the husband has an MBA and has racked up this much debt, I wouldn't want him making financial decisions for my company. And what the heck is a degree in policy? I have no clue what a degree in policy actually does for you. But the thing is, what's so weird about this, right? It's not that surprising that he did end up getting hired because he has an MBA in the government where that whole institution does not know how to spend their money or keep track of their finances at all. So maybe it does kind of make sense that someone with an MBA that is so bad at managing money did end up getting hired by the United States government. Government jobs will result in them retiring way early. Tons of advantages. They just have to buckle down. Boo-hoo. One million in credit cards and school loans. Lie. Nah, honestly, I'd, I'd believe them. Honestly. So here's my question. Student loans are indeed ridiculously high interest loans considering the reason for borrowing the money. But did these two borrow with their student loan amount money to live on? Well, it seems like the girl ended up basically having most of the student loan debt. So I'm thinking, again, that she just went out of state. Did they roll all their expenses into the loan amount every year? Because if they did, then they are supremely obtuse. The reason she is asking about how to handle this without filing for bankruptcy is because you can't write off student loans in a bankruptcy case. If her husband has an MBA, he should have known better, but clearly figured, borrow now, pay later. Good luck, kids. This will follow you for your entire life. Hope you have fun with the money. LOL. The crime is a person buying things they can't afford. I am 60 years old and have never in my life had a credit card debt. Not once. Props to you, man. Or chick. Man, I'm guessing. No. Girl. Suki. Wait, what? No. Stephen Herman. 
I'm guessing guy? Okay. Filing for bankruptcy isn't going to get rid of the school loans anyway. That is true. And they make way too much for a Chapter 7 bankruptcy. They could try a Chapter 13, but with their income, they would still likely have to pay back a pretty high percentage to unsecured creditors, if not 100%, alongside maintaining payments to the secured creditors. It would keep them on track because they wouldn't be able to rack up any more credit card debt or buy anything without court approval. But still would come out with 335k in school debt even if the bankruptcy was successful terrible choices have sucky consequences that's true right like think about that for a second right even if they did file for bankruptcy and was actually granted that they would still have $335,000 in school debt they make 200k basically right not like, it, <laughs> it's just so bad. Man. It seems like nobody understands what happens when you live above your means. If you make $150,000 a year, you can't live like you're making a half mil. Sooner or later, your world comes crashing down. Agreed, right? Like, this is the thing that people need to be aware of when it comes to like personal finance personal finance is actually very simple but can be hard to actually stick with it in terms of like being good at it right because a lot of it has to do with your emotions how you react to things your habits especially if you have really bad habits you could potentially go down a very bad path financially speaking Right. So, for example, if you're someone who just smokes cigarettes or whatever every day or vape or whatever, you're potentially spending like 15, 20 bucks a day on that habit. Right. Not to mention the health care costs on top of that, the health insurance costs on top of that, the life insurance costs on top of that. Right. Like overall, you're just increasing your cost like exponentially if you were to be in the habit. Same thing with drinking. Maybe not as bad as cigarettes but or vaping or whatever, but the same thing is you're still spending crazy amounts of money. But what's even bad about the, the drinking alcohol or whatever, well, if you end up having a habit of drinking alcohol basically every single day, you're spending a good amount of money on that, even if you were to get something super cheap, right, that people used to go to, which was Bud Light, used to go to, that some people did. Well, now if you're drunk... From the alcohol that you drink, because you got a habit from that, you might end up accidentally driving or eventually driving and drinking. Now you get a DUI. Now you're having court costs. Now you're potentially spending time in jail or prison because you ended up doing like manslaughter or something, right? Like these choices may not seem big. These habits may not seem big, but they will exponentially increase the more and more you do it. So for personal finance, if you just keep this simple concept of spend less than what you make, have an emergency fund, have no debt, and consistently put money every month automatically 
towards your retirement, you will retire a millionaire, right? Like that's basically like a factual statement, right? If you were to do that. So basically, spend less than you make, right? Number one thing, spend less than what you make every year. Number two, make sure you get out of debt, right? Number three, make sure you have an emergency fund of about six months. Now, that could vary depending on your specific situation, but that's what you should do, right? And the next thing, automatically invest towards your future, right? But a lot of people don't even like realize just their little expenses that they think of that they're not necessarily aware of that they're doing every single day, like the coffee that you drink in the morning, the fast food that you get at lunch or dinner or whatever, or maybe you feel too tired, you don't want to feel like cooking, you want to go out, maybe you do Uber Eats, now you're doing Uber Eats like every single day, you're spending crazy amounts of money over time. Like that 10 bucks, 20 bucks here and there may not seem that much, but once you start doing that every single day, you're going to lose all of your money. So 210000 mortgage with $230,000 income shred all credit cards. Yeah, like they are not credit card people. They can't handle credit cards. Use cash Venmo for all spending. Pay down those student loans with the excess cash you'll be saving. Refinance all credit card debt for starters. Like, oh my God, I'm just like thinking about it too, right? What are the minimum payments on these like credit cards? Like, it must be absolutely insane. Like, the minimum the minimum payments of these credit cards are probably bigger than the payments on their mortgage and their student loan payment combined. Think about that for a second. That would be crazy to deal with. No more dining out, buying lunches, coffee every day. Reality check kids is up to you. If that's not working, sell the house and use the equity to pay off the loans. Rent a two-bedroom apartment and start all over again. You're young enough to start over and still retire early with a nice bundle. If you smarten up on your spending, apply for a new credit card only when you've rode in your spending habits. Hell no, these people should not ever get a credit card ever again, right? Like this situation basically proves to them and anyone who ends up stumbling upon it that they are completely incapable of using a credit card to their benefit. These are the type of people that these credit card companies actually make crazy amounts of money on, right? Like an average person that is okay with their money, they're not going to be making much money from that individual. Like if you pay off your balance every single month, right? You utilize cash back or like the point system or whatever, right? They're not really making money off of you. But you're getting all these benefits like the points and the cash back due to these people where these credit card companies are making all of their money on, right? Now the sad thing is they actually have a good amount of income. All these other people that are making practically nothing with crazy amounts of debt, credit card debt, like they're completely screwed. 
unless they're able to find some way to make excess cash. No degree is worth that amount of money. I would agree. So 200k plus mortgage plus 335k student loans equals 545k. So credit card debt is the rest. 400k. Something doesn't add up here. This couple is a perfect example of why we need to teach financial literacy when children are young, either in school, at home, or in places of community. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Feel free to give your thoughts if you stumble upon this. If you're interested in actually getting out of debt and you want to learn how I got out of debt and grew my net worth, go down below. But again, here's the thing. Personal finance is not complicated, but it can be difficult to stick with if you don't really have any experience of being decent at managing your money. Like That is the reality, right? But you got to build habits, good habits. It's just sad to see something like this because like they're actually in, in terms of like income generating a good position, but they completely ruined their financial situation due to their choices. Their choices destroyed them financially, which is sad. Like to actively make a choice over and over and over and over again and be screwed over because of that. Crazy.